episode of The Lab with Kate Holliday, Ryan Rivers here, coming to you on this uh, nice fall weekend, if it is fall yet, I don't know. I'm pretty to look sure it the, is. I don't know when the first day of fall actually is, or autumn as some people call it incorrectly. Mm. Um, the fall. weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. Um, the lab here, we just dig in and dissect to a uh, wide brain, uh, range of topics, variety of topics, whatever you want to call it. I tried to say both at the same time just then. Mm-hmm. Brain, um, is that what you said? A, a wide range of, uh, mm. of topics, mm-hmm. of items, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Last week, it was uh, we wrapped up our series, The Most Extreme, I believe it was, yes. and we talked about the um, uncontacted tribes around the world, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it was intense. Um, but now, now that the leaves are starting to change colors up here in New England, mm-hmm. and there's a bit of fall in the air, yeah. Halloween is right around the corner. Yes. I have seen Christmas decorations in stores for sale, so what? that's pretty cool. You did? I did indeed. Hmm. Um, so, you decided to take <laughs> this into the Halloween direction. I mean, and why not? with that, the topic is going to be uh, witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Witches in general. Yes. Um, are they real? Are they not? I guess we'll find out. I mean, maybe. So that's what we're going to dig in and dissect uh, today. And there's quite a bit of uh, history in New England. Yeah, we live in like the prime spot to be talking about this. And that's kind of why I thought about starting with this one. Because mm-hmm. we do have an opportunity living in this area to uh, potentially go to the area in North America where a lot of this stuff happens. Right. Back, I mean, certain instances, you know, it's not right. just that witchcraft is focused on um, the Northeast or anything like oh, that. Oh, no. But, you know, the famous one is the Salem Witch Trials. And, mm-hmm. um, I think before the show I called it the Salem Witch Project. Mm-hmm. I got that confused with yeah. the Blair Witch Project, which was <laughs> uh, a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> some so people might be offended by that. That's <laughs> like a cult favorite. Yeah, some yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I, I just never got... I just never could get into the film. I yeah. mean, it was just the camera shaking, somebody panting the entire time, and everybody telling each other to shut up. <laughs> That's all you hear? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's like sleeping next to your dog. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> strange. Yeah. Um, so with that, you, right. did, um, you did a little bit of homework on different witch uh, occurrences. I don't know. What do you call that? Do you call it witchcraft? Do you call I it mean, witchy people? Witchy people. So witches, Wicca, obviously... Wizards. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say Wicca is kind of like the word that it stemmed from uh, and how we get the modern word witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people still use the term Wicca. Uh, Obviously today, some people still claim they practice witchcraft Mm. and like spells and they are witches. Sure. Um, And then you think back to like the Wizard of Oz, one of your mom's favorite movies. Yeah. And you think about like the good witch and the bad witch. Do they have those today? Yes. So there are many different cultural beliefs on witches. So it's like, according to everything that I looked at, it's hard to pinpoint like an exact definition mm-hmm. of what a witch is Kay. or what witchcraft is because can a witch be a guy yes okay so i mean and then you think of like harry potter and modern things where they're like i, well, I do not think about harry potter oh. like ever okay well some of you listening are aware of harry potter in the series and i've heard of the guy right so you have witches and like wizards and warlocks so warlocks. I think, okay. I, yeah i think that's the male term for witch is warlock see i thought it was a wizard Learning something I mean, today. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's interchangeable. But, I mean, you think about different cultures, and, like, Native Americans have shaman. Or, they like, do. medicine men. And that's also a variation of witch, essentially. Ooh, okay. So, um, 
but yeah, so they're saying that witchcraft, like the general idea of it is the practice of magical skills, spells, and abilities. Ooh, magic. So, yeah, and it's without using like physical objects. So they're basically just conjuring Mind things. powers. Yeah. All so right. you think of like the pot that you always see witches brewing stuff in sure. and like their brooms and like the staple pieces of what is associated with a witch nowadays. They're clean people. They, they got to have their brooms. And they are. And ironically, that's where that stems from is witches or women or men that were believed to be witches back in the day were seen with brooms because they were like sweeping the area because to perform their little spells or whatever they're doing, they thought that the area had to be clean. So they would be sweeping and people just associated them with brooms all the time. And I don't know how that transpired into them flying on brooms, I guess just because mm. they were thought to be magical. That's but why I don't clean. Yeah. I mean, so, but it's interesting, but, um, so I mentioned like Native Americans, uh, and their shaman Yeah. in North America, you know, you have witches, um, but n- like notable countries that witchcraft and witches and things like that were prominent in were Asia, South America, Africa, and then... Um, okay, none of those were countries, by the way. Well, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Just areas. So, um, South America. South America is a continent oh, that has that's, many countries That's what I'm saying. It. I meant to say continent. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That's why I have you here, so you can talk about that. Um, and then indigenous people of the Americas. So, like, Native Americans, um, and there's thought to be, like, at least according to this, like millions and millions of people that still have these beliefs and practice it in some form or fashion. Wow. Um, so, like I said, some people think that there are good witches and bad witches. Mm-hmm. So the good ones were healers, basically, that would make potions from like local things or like drinks, you know. Have you seen that in like the movies where they concoct something that like an elixir, if you will. I saw a Three Stooges episode where they got stuck working behind a bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody ordered a drink. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. They grabbed a whole bunch of stuff, mixed it up, and then the guy's hat blew off his head. And he said, wow, what a pick-me-up. Wow. And they all got a job. Were they warlocks? I, they did not mention warlocks at the time. Hmm. But this is back in black and white. so. Right. I know. mean, this stuff takes place in the 1600s. So, I mean, that's before black and white. Right. So it, this was this would have been before black and white. Right. Not sure where we're going with... Yeah, um, the Three Stooges may or may not be witches, according I, to that episode. Yeah, I doubt it. Don't, do witches die? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. Of course they do. Check. Um, some by natural causes, mm-hmm. but not during witch trials, because those were where they got hung, mm-hmm. they got burned, they got buried alive, if yeah. you were believed to be involved with witchcraft. So, um, one of the first witch trials that I was going to talk about is the Pendel witch trials in okay. 1612. Wow, all take the me way, back. Yep, all the way back in the day. Uh, this took place in England where 12 women or witches were charged with the murder of 10 people by use of witchcraft. Interesting. So a total of 12 ladies were charged with this. Um, and this also involved, this time period also involved three additional women known as the Samelsbury witches. Uh, that were also charged. They were accused by a 14-year-old girl for practicing witchcraft. Uh, all three of those women were ultimately acquitted uh, when the little girl was found to be being used by a Catholic priest to, like, frame these women. Somehow the girl, like, slipped up in court or something and said something that basically, like, shattered her story. So sh- they were being framed by use of this little girl. Interesting. Apparently. So, so, wow. Yeah, so that's the Samuelsbury witches. They were in the same area. 
um, they got charged and they all got acquitted. So I think if these people were actually witches, they could like find a way around the judicial system. Maybe. Anyway, please continue. Yeah, but their charges include included child murder and cannibalism. Wow. So that's harsh. That's hardcore for three like women to be involved in. And this fourteen-year-old girl was claiming yeah. that that's what they were doing. So, um, but the Pentel witch trials um, basically took place in. There were like two women that got charged and sent to different areas, and then the other ten were charged in the Pendel area uh, in England, and they sat on trial, and ten were found guilty, mm-hmm. ultimately hung. Uh, one died awaiting tri- trial, and only one out of the twelve was found not guilty. So eleven out of the twelve died from this. That's not good odds. No, it's not good odds, and. The thing to note about the witch trials was most of the women and men that were accused of witchcraft were middle class to low class, like high class women that like had, you know, rich husbands and lots of property and things like that. Even Yachts if people and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Even Lamborghinis. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that like thought they might be doing witchcraft, they never got accused. So it's one of those things where like money talks. Money gets you out of things. I guess. Yeah. So, um, also, to note, the reason that a lot of this stuff started in 1612 was when Queen Mary um, was in her position, and then her sister, I believe, Queen Elizabeth, okay. came in and established a law, essentially, that um, all the, um, I guess, law enforcement people back in the day were charged with an order to go around their area and get everybody who refused to go to church and take communion, because mm-hmm. it was considered a criminal law back then. Okay. So, a lot of the stuff that stemmed from 1612 was from these women not going to church. And uh-huh. they thought it was because they were, like, working for the devil or Satan or something. And they were like, oh, that's why you don't want to go to church. So, you're doing witchcraft. Gotcha. So, a lot of people and historians believe that witchcraft started as, like, Christian propaganda or Catholic propaganda. So, the Catholic Church and the story of the 14-year-old girl that was framing these three women were basically placed there by a Catholic priest, according to records. So a lot of the stuff pointed back to the church, saying, you know, you don't want to come to church, so there must be a reason, so right. we're going to create a reason, essentially, to justify sketchy? it. Yeah. So um, a lot of women, specifically, had been to trial multiple times for witchcraft. Um, there was one lady that went for, like, five times. Good grief. Yeah, she got, like let go every single time except for the last one ultimately she was hung for it oh so i got her yeah i mean it was one of those things where the judge and the people that were involved in making the decision actually like pulled their heads out of their you know what and was like hey you don't have any evidence so we're gonna let her go but apparently that last one was like hmm Hmm. i see you here like every month there lady what are you doing um but there was also a time frame and some cultures still believe it today that to be more prominent that a lot of children were accused of witchcraft i don't know why um specifically in like central africa and the country or not really country i'm not going to say this wrong congo the, okay. the republic of congo congo the democratic republic of the congo mm-hmm. what is that it is a country Con- oh, okay i was right yeah you were dang right. it should just go on my gut it may be even be the people's no, I think it's yeah. Nah. Nah. Um, but in Central Africa, their uh, militia there would kidnap, burn, and bury suspected witches in like a public ceremony 
to like make an example out of them. Wow. Um, and then as of 2006, so this was like 14 years ago, I don't know what the updated numbers are. I didn't find it. Um, in Congo, between 25,000 and 50,000 children have been accused of witchcraft and thrown out of their homes. What was the years? Like up until 2006, up to like 50,000 kids. Jeez. Yeah. So that's like a semi-recent history going from 1612 to 2006. Huh. So they still have a lot of cultures surrounding this kind of stuff. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could think about, too, uh, voodoo, like things like that. I was like going to ask about voodoo. I hear that's, like, big in New Orleans or something. Yeah, there's something about the South where it's still a, like, strong belief that they practice voodoo. And that's another thing. Like, people who practice voodoo claim that it's not all bad. Hmm. But people who don't practice and, you know, go off of the history just assume that it's all bad. It's, you know, a, it's a simple matter of um, fearing what you don't understand. Right. So, I mean, it's up to interpretation, and that's what you were saying at the beginning of the show. Like, are they real? I don't know. But I don't think if they are and they're practicing certain things, I don't think they're all bad because there's good people out there. That are witches? I'm sure. And they are healers, and they just, like, create things that think they're healing people, you know? They think they're healing people. Well, I mean... Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I've never Isn't used there an a, elixir. Uh, there's a word for that. I can't remember. People that uh, rip people off. and <laughs> oh, I can't remember the word of it right now. Um, Fortune tellers? No. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, those people too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these people may just be telling everybody, like, hey, come to me and I can heal you. Right. And in reality, they're just ripping people off. I mean, it could be the placebo effect too. Maybe you're just sick with the flu and they give you something. They're like, oh, this is the... This is the juice right here. This, this will get it. you feeling better. And someone's this like, do wow, it. you know, mm-hmm. like it's a miracle. So I know for a fact people still do that kind of stuff today. Because you can find, oh, yeah. like in the Salem area, I've seen um, on like not fake shows, like r- not like reality shows or anything that where it's a setup. Like on Ghost Adventures, I think um, they found like an actual witchcraft store. And you're able to go in there and, like, they sell potions and things like that and just different stuff. So I found that pretty interesting that you can mm. still find things like that. Um, but anyways, going back to witch trials, in 1645, the first witch trial in North America took place. Okay. Um, it involved a married couple, so husband and wife, and they actually accused each other of witchcraft. Wow. All right. right? I'm trying to wrap my head around that. So yeah. they must have had... Like a joint checking account that went bankrupt and they blamed each other. I mean that that would be like a good a good guess a for good modern st- a good day. starting point. Sure, but their kid actually died. Ooh. So they both accused each other of witchcraft involving their child's death. So ultimately the husband was let go and the lady was acquitted from witchcraft mm-hmm. but she was charged to be hung for the death of her kid. So essentially like Okay, you didn't use witchcraft in the death of your child, but you still killed him somehow. So, get out there. She and didn't she have a good lawyer, huh? No. And that was one of the things, too. Like, um, maybe why, like, higher-ranking women in the social ladder didn't get charged as often. Because uh, they were saying, from what I read, that if you had, like, a male in your household or, like, a brother or somebody that could defend you. Yeah. The society back then would like take their word for it and be like, oh, okay, since you're a man telling me this, gotcha. But then as soon as like their husband or. Right. (laughs) Or like a male figure in their family was deceased and they no longer had, quote, protection, Mm -hmm. then like the culture, like people in their town would be like, 
Oh, witchcraft. Witchcraft. And they'd come after you again. I'm assuming that's why so many women went to trial multiple times. Could have been. And then maybe their husband keeled over and then they got him. Because hmm. they didn't have a man to back him up, apparently. But, um, so that was the first one in 1645. All right, I'm following. And that's when it started uh, in America overall. So during the 17th century, total for North America, 344 people were accused of witchcraft during that time, uh, 80% being women. And most of them were healers with like natural things like natural remedies and midwives hmm. were ultimately who got charged. Um, but in 1692 and all the way to 93 were the Salem witch trials. Yeah, that's the that's the famous one. Mm-hmm. So it started and got fueled. Um, like you said, it was like recent after settlement and stuff. Um, but essentially it came from two different families, the Putnams and the Porters. Mm-hmm. And so when they moved there, they were wealthy, like they were well off. They were doing, you know, crops and things like that. And they were bringing in a lot of money, um, just the things that, things that they were doing to bring like fortune to their family yeah and both families started to have issues and decline and they were blaming each other because they lived in the same town i guess and so yep. they were like oh you're taking all my customers my business and all this kind of stuff so the family members started blaming each other and accusing them of witchcraft like you're spoiling my crops using witchcraft like oh my son just died you hexed him you're a witch and so, essentially, the way that they were arguing and fueling their issues between each other, the town was just like, what is going on? And then it all just started getting really weird. Like you said, like, young girls and young women started acting super weird. They would go into, like, violent fits of rage mm-hmm. and, like, just very odd. And they were saying that they were accusing specific women in the town of hexing them right. as witches. And I said all this before we started this show. Mm-hmm. It was me and you talking before the show started. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that was the gist of what I got out of the uh, Salem Witch Trials as well. Um, bad things started to happen, and then pretty soon attention was drawn to it, and then these people started acting strangely. Mm-hmm. And when they called the um, the local doctor, he couldn't find anything medically wrong with them. Yep. And that's whenever he suggested that they were uh, possibly possessed yep. or that there was something supernatural going on with them. Mm-hmm. And then thus the whole witchcraft thing came back um, around again in conversation. And then it was, yep, that's what it is. Yeah. And so, I mean, the witch trials, of course, is the actual, like, them going to court, mm-hmm. if you will, and getting charged and, you know, either found not guilty or guilty and punishment and all that kind of stuff. But it resulted in, like, a hunt. Basically, mm-hmm. like if a woman did anything where they couldn't explain it, they were like, oh, that's a witch. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, gosh, what was that show or movie where they said, um, I want to say it's Monty Python's like Search of the Holy Grail or something. But it was some something like that where it was goofy. But it was like if you throw her in the water and she floats and she's a witch. But it's like everybody floats, essentially. Most people do. <laughs> Most people do. You know what I mean? But mm. it was like, which, which? Like, it's just one of those things where that's just how quick they were to assume that you were doing witchcraft. Um, but yeah, so that instance specifically resulted in 14 women and five men being hung for witchcraft. Jeez. Just in a year. Now, you said earlier that a witch can't die. No, I said they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, so, they do. Okay. Yeah, why? So whenever they hung them and they died, they were like, ha, got rid of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some cultures believe that you have to burn witches for them to die. Like, that's why they would, like, strap them to, a, like, a stake and then burn them. Can you put salt on their broom so they can't fly? 
salt on their br- I don't know. It doesn't no. work that way. No. Huh? No, I think you're thinking of something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um but yeah, the Salem witch trials um was like a whole new a whole new world. A whole new <laughs> like a peak for witch trials uh in America. So, I mean, Salem, Massachusetts right up the road, like very rich history there. But they they literally would look for anything. So, females that back in the day cuz you know how a lot of women died during pregnancy and like childbirth back then cuz no modern medicine if a woman was able to bear kids and not have any issues they were like they had a quote exceptional childbearing experience they were thought to be practicing witches because they were trying to like secure their future by having like heirs hmm. born you know what i mean but there were like two specific females uh, I didn't write their names down. That had like eight kids with no issues, and they were like witch, like automatically. It was mm. one of those things back in the days where it's like. And that's where the term witch hunt comes from. Yeah, because at the time they thought there was like a huge witchcraft outbreak, and they were like, "What's going on? Like all these girls are freaking out." Do you think they had them wear masks? No. No. Probably not. Socially distance or anything? No, not at all. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, they should have been doing that all along, and you maybe know? they wouldn't have an issue. You agree. Um, but we were talking about fortune tellers, we you know, were. and that, that part of things still exist, like palm readers and things like that. Hey, all over. I found this story kind of interesting, though. In 1961, so right before the Salem witch trials happened. 1961? 1661. 1661. 1661. My bad. Gotcha. Check. Um, a group of young girls met in secret at, at a reverend's house mm-hmm. um, because for whatever reason, they thought that he was going to be able to tell them their future. They wanted to know like who they were going to marry and like what kind of jobs they were going to hold and how prosperous they would be. I remember this story. Do you? Yeah, but go ahead. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Yeah, it was Reverend something. Yeah, if that helps you. No, that doesn't oh, help okay. me, actually. I thought I was being helpful. Um, but basically, these girls... Somehow, and I don't know the story behind this, and I kind of want to do some more research. It was just like a quick thing where I was like, what? They created a crystal ball, supposedly, to like look into their future. Mm-hmm. And they said they used egg whites and a glass of water. Oh, that's like that how you make icing? I, I have no idea. Yeah, partially in powdered sugar. Yeah. I have no clue how they would do that. But apparently, the way that they did it, they thought it was going to reveal like their life, you know, like, you know, who am I going to marry? What's he going to look like? Is he going to be rich? And uh, apparently it just revealed an image of coffins. Coffins. Yeah. Which is symbolic of death. So the girls freaked out and was like, what we're doing is wrong and all this kind of stuff. And it put in their minds like they thought that they were practicing witchcraft or something like that. And some people that were charged with witchcraft actually admitted it Mm -hmm. and thought that they were witches. And they were like, yeah, I did that. Like, yep. So I don't know if people were doing things as like oh, you know, all this witchcraft stuff going on, like, it's a cover, because people were, like, killing each other, and we're just going to be like, oh, I'm a witch. But, I mean, you would die, so. Bunch of twists and turns in this whole thing, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's very hard to pinpoint definitions and exactly, like, where it stemmed from and how it got to the point where it is today. Hmm. So, I mean, I mentioned a little bit about the brooms and stuff, but um, those people back then, at least in North America, that admitted... um, to practicing witchcraft uh, during the whole witch trial period, 50 people confessed, <laughs> like openly confessed to Kay. practicing witchcraft. And apparently authorities would spare them, which makes no sense to me. Well, if you admit to it, then you do your time and you get on with your life. I mean... Unless they wanted them to seek out other witches. I don't know. But they thought that people were confessing who didn't actually do anything because they saw people getting 
like acquitted and like found mm-hmm. not guilty and they were like shoot I better just admit I did something that I didn't actually do so they don't look for me Ooh. so they there's speculation that maybe some actual practicing witches confessed and then a whole bunch of normal people yeah so for no reason but it's just they wanted them off their backs and they didn't want the authorities to come looking for him well I hope it worked out for him I mean I guess they were found not guilty so it did but the relevance, because I was wondering, I was like, how do you get, I mean, obviously witchcraft is spooky and eerie, and like you said, it's kind of that thing, if you don't do it, you don't understand it. If so. you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you never had it. Um, but I was wondering, I was like, how did witches get to be such a staple of Halloween? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you see Halloween things, like the posters for, like, Halloween stores and catalogs and online, and you always see witch costumes. Yeah. Um, but basically, it was from their involvement in like an ancient harvest festival mm-hmm. uh which was on halloween or hollow's eve um back in the day so october 31st it used to fall on that day and people would see them like sweeping their porch and doing all that kind of stuff like just out and about and they would apparently that night for whatever reason they would go and do like ceremonies to anoint themselves of everything that they had done um, so people saw them, like, getting together and, like, doing weird stuff. Yeah. And it just led to a lot of people getting accused of witchcraft. And then um, it led to people being like, I want to be one of them on Halloween. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because, you know, too, they talk about full moons and Halloween and stuff. They say, like, the, quote, spiritual veil is the thinnest. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so it's believed that, like, spirits and things are more active and they're able to, like, walk amongst us. So they thought that, like, witches were stronger when they were doing that kind of stuff so it got associated like with that festival which took place on halloween or how we know halloween today well i i don't know what to say yeah um if somebody thinks a witch is powered essentially by moonlight maybe then we probably got bigger things to to focus on yeah they're also yeah because think about what the damage they could do under solar power during the daytime I mean, yeah, if it shifted gears and they were solar-powered. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got solar panels on their roof nowadays, so... I bet witches don't. I, they don't need it. Yeah. They they power their whole house themselves. Um, the other thing I was going to say is black cats, because you had mentioned, I think, before the show, we were talking about different topics we could talk about. Witches were thought to be able to transform into black cats and walk amongst everybody. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've heard the theory that black cats, like, if it crosses your path, they're bad luck and all that kind of stuff. But I think it comes from the thought that a black cat, when you see him, is actually a witch. Huh. So when they cross your path, they're like, oh, a witch just hexed you, is what I was reading. Now, my great-grandfather would, uh, if he saw a black cat, he would turn around and just go the other way. Yeah. I think a lot of people truly believe that. And that's why, if you guys don't know, for those of you listening, Ray, our dog... Is black. a black cat. No, he's a black dog. He's a black dog. And coming up on October 1st, so later this week, is National Black Dog Day. Well, good job, Ray. Yeah, well, they have national like a national holiday for it because of the stigma of black pets. Yeah. Because people think they're bad luck. Mm. And so shelters are full of black cats, black dogs, things like that. So they, you know, created this holiday to entice people to go adopt these poor pets. Well, good deal. I mean, I don't know if every black cat in the shelter is a witch. Don't know. I doubt it. Can't confirm nor deny. Mm. But that's the stigma. So, yeah. Well, good on them black dogs and black cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, as far as the witches go, I don't I don't know what to say about any of that. What I think it's uh, 
I mean, I don't I don't buy into it. No? No. Not at all. Not one bit. I know you said you'd never go to like a fortune teller or like a palm reader. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at like the stuff that they do and they ask questions that are like just so generic. Yeah. That of course somebody that's seeking that type of in that that type of um interaction in their life mm-hmm. they're going to open themselves up to it yeah you know what i mean yep um i have heard of instances where they like randomly say something about you mm-hmm. and even then like if you look at the odds if you look at just the whole overall picture like all that type of stuff is a little come yeah. on what a rip off. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into that kind of stuff like psychics and things like that. I mean, we could bring a psychic. If anybody thinks they're psychic, I'm happy to <laughs> I don't know of anybody. Call right you, now. put you on here. We'll ask you some questions. You can ask me questions. That'd be interesting. It would be. I don't know of any psychics that would be willing to expose themselves like that though <laughs> on the show and uh I don't know. Get themselves out of a business. Maybe we could find one. Yeah, but like I kn- I know like the psychic businesses, mm-hmm. you know. I've seen people like ring the doorbell and they're like, who is it? And it's like, if you're psychic, don't you know who you know it is? who's knocking on your door? Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know how any of that stuff works. So well, it maybe doesn't, w- maybe we'll dig in and dissect. It doesn't work. That kind of stuff. That's what started the whole problem. It doesn't work. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Mm. All right. Well, um, thanks for uh, educating us on the uh, witch trials. You're and uh, I look forward to some more uh, Halloween themed stuff. Yeah. So we can get that out of the way and focus on Christmas. 